Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 145, Willingness to Letting It Go. Hello, hello, hello. Happy week, my friends. I want to open up today's podcast by highlighting a recent iTunes review. Thank you so much for all of you that have reviewed the podcast. I really, really appreciate it, especially to this recent one by Maisie406. She wrote in on August 2nd, life-changing. This podcast has been so good for me, not just for reducing my alcohol intake, but also for learning how to process life and actually reduce stress rather rather than just distract from it and ignore it. I feel much more brave and confident about facing whatever life brings me since learning from Angela. Thank you so much, Maisie406. I love this so much because as you all know, it's really not just about the alcohol, right? (laughs) It's about our life and what we think about it and how we navigate it and how we react to certain things. And I'm so glad that you are finding this so helpful to apply to your life so that you have real solutions to end your struggle with overdrinking. So I would love for you to review me as well. It's really easy if you're listening to this on iTunes. You just scroll to the bottom of the iTunes app in the podcast. You tap on the five stars and then you scroll just a little bit further and you write a review. I would love to hear how the podcast has helped you. Thank you so much. All right, today I want to talk about the willingness to letting it go. But first, (laughs) I forgot, I'm having a free class next week. It's called Three Steps to Stop Over Drinking. And it's a really fun um, live class that I teach. And I give you three things that you can do to stop over drinking right away. And you don't want to miss that. So click through to the show notes and sign up. And then you'll get an email with the Zoom link to join me. It's on Wednesday, the let's see what day is it it is wednesday the 13th at 7 p.m eastern standard time so click through and make sure you sign up for that free class all right so today i want to talk about the willingness to letting it go okay when i say it i'm talking about many different it's okay so the willingness to let it go applies to all different things like relationships or alcohol or anger or whatever it is. Okay. So tune in and be open to the idea of it, whatever it may be. So maybe it's a willingness to let a relationship go, like I said, or letting alcohol go or letting go of a big, bold dream you have, like being a best-selling author. Now stay with me for a second. <laughs> this might seem contradictory, but it's not. Or letting go of doing things perfectly, or letting go of pleasing everyone, or letting go of what you thought would happen but didn't. And I'm going to open it with a little story about me practicing this, okay? So my husband and I have been talking about moving to Europe for years. It's been a big dream of ours. We were on the same page about it for a long time. I saw us doing it and having a big adventure, the kids learning a third language, exposing them to different cultures and different way of life outside of our standard American lifestyle. And so did he. And the plan was to get our littlest kid through 
um, almost being done with elementary school, and then we would do it. We both work from home, and we could totally make it work working anywhere in the world. Well, my husband was really pushing to do this in the next year, and we'd practice. We had this idea of practicing living abroad by spending a summer in Europe next year and seeing what we liked and exploring different areas. But recently, I've changed my mind about it. It didn't sound like fun. The pandemic and all of the unknowns of being abroad with three kids, navigating foreign schools, running my business, and having like a lack of support with family and friends around. And I'd been trying to figure out a way that I would be okay with it. And I was looking at homes and so many different options and just kind of like force fit a shoe or a foot inside of a shoe that was too small. Okay. But the truth was, I didn't want to do it anymore. Not right now anyway. Maybe later when things settle down, but I just didn't want to do it. So I shared with my husband that that was how I felt. But before I did that, I had to let go of so much. I actually had to let go of us being married because I didn't know what he would do. I didn't want to force him to do anything he doesn't want to do. And if this was his big dream, I didn't want to hold him back from doing it. So I decided that I was willing to let go of the outcome about our relationship when I told him. I was willing to let go that this was something that was contributing to his excitement and hope for the future. I knew that when I told him, he'd be upset and probably sad and disappointed. So I had to let go of holding on to his happiness. I had to let go of trying to control if he got mad at me. I had to let it all go, his response, our relationship, how I felt. And when I decided to tell him that I didn't want to do it, I was very calm. I shared how I felt and I told him that I know that change that changes things with our relationship and I understand if this was a deal breaker and that I hoped it wasn't, but whatever happened or whatever he decided to do, it was okay. Well, as it turned out, he was disappointed and he managed it and then he decided that he was just going to go get a raise or go get a promotion or make more money so that he could travel more. <laughs> He decided to do something different too. So this willingness to let the outcome go and him actually go, like our relationship go or look different, actually gave him the freedom to explore how he could still make it work. And I'll tell you that letting it go feels so much easier, so much calmer, fluid, open. I didn't feel full of worry or dread or fear. And there was no ruminating or second guessing. Another story. I was actually at a writing retreat this weekend with Cheryl Strayed. Um, she was the author of Wild. It was a bestseller. It was a memoir of her solo hike on the Pacific Coast Trail. And she told a story of how she wrote her first book. And she had the time to write the book and enough money to allow her to focus on just writing the book. And she had told herself for years is she just had enough money to not have to work side jobs and she could just focus on writing the book and nothing else should do it. Well, she found herself in this situation, having time, having the money, and lo and behold, she wasn't writing the book. <laughs> and she knew if she were to die, she would always regret not finishing that book for her, right? For herself. She had this big dream at the time of being a bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list. So she shared to us in this writing workshop that she had to let that dream go and shift her dream onto just finishing the book for her, right? So she got to work on finishing it, and she did. And then she wrote Wild, and lo and behold, bestseller, world famous, it was actually made into a movie starring Reese Witherspoon. 
So she let go of that dream because it was causing her to hold herself back. And her mind was holding on to this perfectionist idea of her writing not being good enough. And it had to be done in a certain way to be a best-selling author. And when she let that go, it got her to move into action. And it released all of those anxieties. And then she wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And she got that first book done. So another recent experience I had was in one of my friendships. This friend and I had a hard thing to navigate and work through. We both wanted to have a conversation about what happened. And in preparation for this call, I worked on not having an agenda, to not showing up defensive or right. I wanted it to be the real me, to share my thoughts. And my thoughts were I can only show her and tell her who I am in my most authentic place. And if she doesn't want anything to do with me after that, that's okay. I'm willing to let it go. And my willingness to let that relationship go and allow her to have her own experience with me was profound, y'all. Profound. If I had come into that call with an agenda or for her to understand me or for her to see my side of the story or trying to convince her I was so sorry or I didn't mean it or any of that, and I held on to her needing to understand me, I'm guessing the outcome would have been totally different. Instead, because of my willingness to let it go, we had one of the most vulnerable and authentic conversations I've ever had with another person. That conversation was everything. It taught me how to be in conflict with someone and allow space for them to be heard and for me to share and be vulnerable. But in order for that to happen, I had to be willing to let it go. And even after that conversation, not knowing what is next for this relationship, I still feel willing to let it go. But that one conversation we had, I will value for the rest of my life. Again, so it felt easier letting go of the outcome, letting go of trying to control how the other person felt or should feel or should think about me. So I want to just offer this to you. Just think of a time when you've recently been holding on to something so hard, fighting for it, ruminating, convincing yourself you are right. So with my husband, I had to admit that I had made a promise and was not following through on it. <laughs> I told him I'm sorry, truly. That was not super easy for me. Before coaching, before learning some of these tools, I would have for sure gotten defensive and told him a bunch of bullshit about how the situation is different, if things have changed with us and timing and business and kids, all of that, and that my promise didn't really apply for some reason or another now, right? But this time I said, yeah, you're right about that, and I'm sorry. I'm not going to follow through, and I understand if that changes things for you. All of that holding on is not helping you all. So what can you think of right now that you could let go of? Really, it's the idea that you are willing to let go of something. In all of these examples, nothing went away, right? Nothing was actually lost, but the willingness to lose them and let them go was there. A lot of you are interested in joining my coaching program to stop over drinking and start living. But so many of you are scared of failing. You've tried a bunch of things in the past. It hasn't worked to make it permanent. So you're holding on to not failing because you don't think you can handle it. Or you think you have to do it perfectly. You have to have extra time or some other thing that feels hard. And you're hanging on to some idea that isn't moving you forward towards the relationship that you want to have with alcohol. Well, what if you let go of doing it perfectly? What if you are willing to fail? What if you let go of being 100% successful at doing it? What would that do for you? 
Would it open you up to taking more risk, to being willing to try, to being willing to learn more about your relationship with alcohol? I highly suggest you let go of that friend, really. <laughs> no one in my program or who has ever changed their relationship with alcohol has done it perfectly or didn't have many a failure, okay? It doesn't exist. Maybe you've been holding on so tight to keep wine in your life. Maybe you're so wound up and tight about preserving your relationship with alcohol that it feels hard and tight like it's a struggle. What would it look like if you're just willing to let it go and not drink? What if you stopped holding on to keeping it in your life and you explored the idea that you could let it go? Imagine the peace that might be there for you. From my experience, practicing letting something go is freedom. It brings more abundance, more openness, more connection, more truth in your life. And usually just being willing to let it go doesn't actually produce the result of losing it. It brings more of actually what you want. So please explore this idea. Think of something that you are holding on tight to. What, it, what would it look like to be willing to let that go? What would it feel like? What space would that create for you in your life? And now I just want to share some of my like scratch thoughts in preparation for producing this podcast episode. So this is what I wrote yesterday. Willingness to let it go. Willingness to fail. Willingness to make mistakes. Willingness to be sick. Hold on. The tightest is when we get in trouble. Trying to convince. Trying to resist. Trying to please. All of that effort instead of being open to it ending. Being open to surrendering. Being open to being wrong. Being open to making mistakes. Being open to letting them leave you. Resist, push, fight, hold on, being right, being perfect, convincing. No thank you. This is me. This is you. I'm okay, and you are okay. Can you let it be? Can you accept? Can you allow it to feel easier? Can you allow it to be imperfect? Till next week, my beautiful friends. Don't forget to sign up for the free masterclass next week. I love you all so much. Didn't we put